and this is Steve with On The Vertigo, and you are joining the podcast On The Vertigo Show. I'm your host. I'm your host, and uh, with me today is DJ Dizzy D as producer, production man, the whole nine yards. Say hi, Dave. Hey, what's up? And one thing you'll notice is we're missing Adrian this week, but she will be back next week. She's on some personal business this week. So we we're taking a chance to do something special here. And we have another special guest this week to replace Adrian. It'll just be us three, Dave, myself, and another total integral part to On the Vertigo, which is our youngest brother, Brian. So say hi, Brian. Hi, everybody. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Brian. A little bit. <laughs> Whatever you uh, want. I'm married. I got two kids, two beautiful children. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> One of them is Emmett. If you read the book or you saw anything from On the Vertigo, he was on that trip. Uh, I have a dog, Rigby, and I have a fish tank behind me. Which is a real fish tank, not a fake backdrop. Yep. How big is a fish tank? It is 150 gallons. Wow. And it's in the kitchen. It is in the kitchen. <laughs> right there. So I figured this week um, we'll have Brian come along because he was part of the book. He's been part of both of our trips. And one thing interesting about Brian is he's the one that actually came up with On the Vertigo as our tag. So talk about that a little bit, Brian. Like, when did you figure out, when did you find out that I was planning on doing a trip? And I remember asking you, I think, to try and come up with some creative names for it because I was thinking like Death March 2000 or you know one dummy on a bike or you know i couldn't come up with a good name for what we were going to do and what you came up with has become a very well-known tag around the world now so how did that come about um it was more or less we were sitting in the backyard talking about uh you riding your bike and so me and dave uh and my nephew nathan we were talking about the trip idea and if it was possible and then we were trying to think of a name and stuff like that so I don't know I, I didn't really think a whole lot about it at first it just kind of came to my head and I was like well we could call it on the vertigo if he's going to be riding his bike and going somewhere so I don't know I, it just kind of came to me when we were talking about if you could pull off riding your bike across the country and stuff and that was what I thought would be a clever name with the vertigo stuff so well, when I first, when I first heard it, it just, it was just, it was gold. You know, it, it wasn't even like I had to even think about it. I was just like, that's it and everything. And then of course, Nathan came up with a cool logo with a font that, that really matched the saying and kind of matched the whole mood of what we do. And uh, you're kind of, you're the person that's like so far behind the scenes. Not a lot of people get to hear from you or see you, even though you're like, You've been totally involved with this whole project from the start. So um, what did you think when you first found out I wanted to ride my bike across the country? Did you think I was nuts or were you just trying to do logistics in your head? Yeah, I think it was more of, I, I think at first it was more about like if he was going to actually ride a bicycle bike, I was like, there's no way. Uh, <laughs> but then when you talked about having yeah. an e-bike and doing that, it became more 
doable in my mind. And, and I think even talking with Dave and Nathan that night when we were talking in my backyard, uh, I think all of us thought you'd be able to do it. It's just what's it going to take to do it. So a lot of it was, wasn't necessarily like, can he? It's just kind of how are we going to do it? And then it was more of uh, like for me, not being in Colorado and being in Ohio, I, I wasn't around the, the where you were going to start and do all that stuff. So a lot of it was just kind of, well, I hope he can do it. And, and you know, just thinking, OK, if he's going to try to ride his bike, then what can I do? Um, which is why me and Emmett tried to figure out a way to get over and meet you guys at some point on the trip. And I think that a lot of people that know you know that you were going to probably do it. It wasn't if you could do it. It was just how really like how long was it going to take? And that was the other thing that was hard was just realizing, all right, he's going to do this, but it's not like going to be over a weekend. It's going to take a while. And, and so what's that going to look like? Yeah. Um, what did I look like when you finally showed up? Because you joined us exactly halfway through the trip on the border of Missouri. And what did you think when you pulled up? I mean, well, that was the night I pulled into the Walmart at like eight o'clock at night after doing 126 miles. And that was the first time you got to see us pulling up to meet you. So you were already waiting at the Walmart. Yeah, we got to, we left and uh, we started driving and we realized we'd meet you guys in, uh, I can't even remember the town name now, but at the Hannibal. Walmart. Hannibal. What's that? Oh, Hannibal. yeah. Uh, so we got there, we drove overnight because I wasn't sure how quick you guys were going to get there. And then we ended up pulling into the Walmart at about three in the morning. And so we just, jumped in our camper and we crashed out, woke up in the morning, went to get some breakfast and stuff like that. And then, you know, finally got a hold of Dave. We were talking back and forth. He was telling us how long out, how far out, how long you guys are going to be. We went in, did some shopping at Walmart. And then we went and got lunch. <clears throat> we were hanging out. And then it was more or less like you were, I think you made a wrong turn and got lost at that point. So Dave yeah. took Emmett and they took off to go catch up with you. But uh, the funnier story with all that was we were driving all night. We had a really bad rainstorm. It finally cleared up and I was pulling the trailer and it was pitch black. We were driving through the middle of nowhere, Indiana, and we come up on a dead deer carcass in the middle of the road and I couldn't <laughs> swerve, but I also didn't know what the clearance was on my camper. So my truck sits pretty high and I know we cleared it on the, the truck but I'm pretty sure we, we caught that sucker full force underneath my camper and just dragged that for probably a few hundred feet until it <laughs> made it out the backside of the camper. Um, so that was kind of exciting to at least make it worth it for the drive for that part of it, that when we finally got there, we were looking under the camper. There wasn't anything stuck to it, but it definitely, it was a lot of that kind of trains, planes, and automobiles yelling and all that kind of like, home alone like oh my god can't believe we just did that so <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of laughter <laughs> a lot of laughter yeah yeah so um explain what the second half of the trip was when you were with us like what what was your daily routine like was it boring was it exciting was it nerve-wracking was it like explain like what you what you went through because during the, I'd only see you in the evenings. Yeah. Well, what we would do is me and Emmett would pretty much wait until you took off in the morning and then Dave would take off. We'd finish packing up whatever was getting packed up. Dave's going and chasing after where you were at. 
and trying to kind of keep an eye on you and me and Emmett would just try to drive up ahead and start scouting out places to camp. So um, a lot of the days, like you would get up and leave. I might or might not see you. Usually I did. We might go back to bed for a little bit. Um, Emmett was uh, just kind of going along for the ride, but he would start looking at the map and start kind of looking to see if there was like a campground or a church or a place that we could try to stop and pull in or even just find what the next town was. Um, Cause we usually had an idea of like, you know, we're going to try to make it to Knightsbridge or go to whatever town, Indianapolis, but it wasn't always where we were going to end up. So we'd try to scout out places on the way that we thought this could be a good place to stop. We'd also try to find somewhere to stop to maybe be able to charge the batteries. So if Dave was looking yeah. for a place to stop, then we'd try to see if we could find a small enough town or a town that was big enough to have a place to go in and charge a battery at the library or a church or something. Um, so each day was pretty much just a clean slate of, well, we're going to just start driving and see where we go. The thing was there was times that, you know, like the book has a lot of the, the cool stories, but there was times where we drove to four or five places and got nothing. Or, yeah. you know, we, we went to a camp one, one and they took us inside and we talked to the camp director and, I mean, they were in full gear, like kids coming and going and all that. And we were just like, I don't think we really need to. And they were like, no, no, stay here and, you know, we'll, we'll work it out. And, you know, it was just one of those things where I was like, this isn't going to work. And, and so it was a lot of just decisions of trying to figure out what can I do right now to, to find something. And then once we find something, how can we solidify it? Then get in touch with you guys to make yeah. sure you can make it to where we were. So yeah. And if anybody's unfamiliar with what we're talking about right now, um, what on the vertigo started out was a bike trip from Denver, an e-bike trip from Denver, Colorado to Westerville, Ohio. And uh, after the trip, it, now I, my brother Dave and I, we co-wrote a book. I'm going to hold it up. You can't see it if you're only listening to this, but it's called On the Vertigo, One Sick Man's Journey to Make a Difference. And it's all, all these stories that Brian's talking about, they're all chronicled in the book and it, it explains a lot more. But it's cool to talk to Brian and get his feedback on it because I don't think we've actually talked about it that much, Brian, even since it happened. It's just since we live so far away and stuff like that, it kind of came and went and then we moved on. So um, if you want to buy the book, you can find it on Amazon. And another exciting thing coming up soon is we're going to be doing a five-day free giveaway on Kindle downloads. So you'll be able to download that book for free on Kindle for five days straight. It'll be available free for a Kindle download. And I'll keep up, keep everyone up to date on that. So, so if you're in a book club, tell your book club. And if you're not in a book club, tell your friends and let them know about it because that's the thing. It's nice about the Kindle book stuff is anybody can just get on there and click on it. So, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be good for a book club, but it's just because I wrote the book and I can shamelessly plug it because it's my show. So well, I'm not saying it is, I'm not saying it is <laughs> for, for a book club. I'm saying tell the people in your book club. <laughs> but okay. it would be a good book club one and you can do it with your book club and then facebook us and we'll get in and help you out in your book club <laughs> yeah there we go and um the trailer brian's mentioning that he was pulling behind is was the mallard and we we named it mallory so mallory brian still has it and it's uh i don't know how long how big is that trailer brian it's like 25 25 foot 25 foot trailer camper that you pull behind yep yeah Thing was very good it was nice to have we'd play cards every once in a while at night if i was up for it most nights i wasn't but you know it was nice to have a place to sit and chill and have a couple cocktails at the end of the night before i crawled into my tent so what we do now 
Um, I do this pretty much almost every week, and we're going to be doing some Trivial Pursuit with you guys, and I'm going to keep score. Nice. So here's the Trivial Pursuit section. And are, you sure, Brian, are you sure there's no more deer stories? Because that was the best. That was a pretty good story. That was a good story. No, I was trying to think if there was any other things that we had on that with the trailer that we had issues with. We, I think we were good, actually. I don't, I don't think we hit anything else. <laughs> that was... That was the only thing that we took out. <laughs> You'd only have it for like a week when you took it. So you were working on it every day too. Oh, yeah. Working on the plumbing and trying to fix the sink and the microwave caught on fire. Oh, that's right. I was, I was trying to think. I knew something else happened. Yeah. Yeah. We went to, I told Emmett, make some microwave popcorn and he threw the bag in there and started it up. We were both standing there and man, that sucker caught on fire. Yeah, and it was microwave. like right above the, right above the microwave, it just started pumping smoke that smelled like if you were to burn a, a tire on your car. Oh. And so he reached up and like I unplugged it, he reached up and grabbed it and just took it outside and we chucked it into a dumpster. And uh, like <laughs> three hours later, some dude came by and pulled it out of the dumpster and threw it in his car and drove away with it. Oh. So, oh. I had it smelled his so bad in his car, but he was, was excited. The, was the popcorn still in it? Probably. I don't think we opened yeah, and it, wasn't edible. it because yeah yeah it took a while to get that smell out that was <laughs> yeah i remember that okay we're gonna do we're gonna do some trivial pursuit and later on we have a uh dave's been getting thousands and thousands of letters from around the world to on the vertis show asking questions so we're gonna have a little grab bag mail a mail grab bag session later where we're gonna Whoa. try to answer some questions that you guys have been writing in about so stay tuned for that but first we're gonna do a speed round we won't take a lot of time on this. And this is Dave versus Brian. Brian, you get the first opportunity to answer. If you That's cannot great. answer, then Dave gets to try to answer. <laughs> he always goes last. So first question, I'm going to stick with, with sports and leisure today because us three Ooh. are big sports fans and I want to make it easy. No geography, no stupid history, just sports and leisure. So question number one, Brian, what restaurant chains employees wear shirts that read sandwich artist? Please. Uh, Subway. Brian gets one. Nice. Bing. <laughs> what, number two, what team has been dubbed, has been drubbed in Super Bowls by scores of 27 to 10, 39 to 20, 42 to 10, and 55 to 10? What, what NFL team has been beaten the Super Bowl by those margins? I'm going to say the Washington Commanders slash Redskins. Dave, what's your guess? Wait, it's the team that's been beat by that or the team that's beat yeah. other teams by They that? lost by scores of 27 to 10, 39 to 20, 42 to 10, and 55 to 10 in four different Super Bowls. One team has been beat that. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Denver Broncos. <laughs> you are correct, my hometown Dang. team. My, my, my guess was the Bills when I first read it, but it wasn't. Uh, I don't think that the Bills – Never made it to a Super Bowl, and I'm probably going to get slayed by the internet for saying that. But you I will because they went the four straight. The Bills did? went the four straight and lost four yep, straight. Yeah, Jim Kelly. Oh, well, that's funny because I, I mean that was the first thing that came to my head. But I'm I was yeah, thinking I was here. like I was probably the Bills, but maybe I'm thinking of the playoffs. Like they used to get beat in the playoffs. All okay, the time who, like that. who homered in his third straight game on the day he beat Lou Gehrig's record for most consecutive games? For most consecutive games? Yeah. 
homering or just most consecutive games played? Who homered in his third straight game on the day he beat Lou Gehrig's record for most consecutive games? Like Cal Ripken Jr. All right, Brian, got another one. Cal Ripken Jr. This guy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Well, yeah. you don't get a point. I actually, I was. <laughs> okay, another one. What sportscaster posted an NFL coaching record of 103 wins, 27 losses, and seven ties? What, NFL coach? Yeah, what sportscaster? Sportscaster. Posted an NFL coaching record of 103 wins, 22 losses, and seven ties. I'm all with John Madden. Oh. Yep. You're getting killed here, Dave. I don't even get the answer. <laughs> All right, I'm going to throw Dave a, a softball here. If you don't <laughs> What Nevada-born tennis star had a ball and racket to share to Andre stare Augusty. at above his creek? Brian gets the answer first, dummy. Come on. You told me. You, oh, I thought you. I thought you, I thought you told Dave he got to go first on that. No, I told him I was throwing him a softball if you got it wrong. Oh, uh, we both Augusty misunderstood. Yep, so I'm giving you no points for that, Dave. Oh, you can give oh. Dave the points for that. I would have said Pete Sampras. Okay. okay. What home run hitter is known as the Big Hurt? Come on. Thomas. Frank Thomas. Brian gets another one. Who received a reported $25 million for a 1995 boxing match that lasted only 89 seconds? I have to go with Mike Tyson. Yep. There's Got it. Who Last else would one. it be? This one might be out of the, ah. the Playboy version of Trivial Pursuit, but I'm going to say it anyway. What Olympic field event consists of a crouch, a shift, a thrust, and a release? Wow. <laughs> it hurts me just talking about that. Uh... I, I got don't it. know. What do you got, Dave? I'm going to say shot put. You're correct. I don't know how you knew that, but you did. All right, final Ooh. score, Brian three, Dave, or Brian oh. five, Dave three. That was a nice. final score. That was a final score. But uh, unbeknownst right. to you guys, you answered every single question. Can we do geography and history? All right. Well, it looks like I lost you guys for a second. Hopefully you'll come back. <laughs> oh. Right in the middle of it. All right. Uh, I well, can hear let's your voices came back. Video is not nope. back yet. Oh, wait a minute. It's slowly coming back. Okay, you came back. All right. Let's go to the mail grab for a couple minutes. There's thousands of people writing in letters every day to us, and we're getting overwhelmed. So, all right, here we go. <laughs> Tammy in Melbourne, Australia says, Do you think you should campaign to have Adrian's head put on Mount Rushmore? Sure, I'd do that. <laughs> Are they just going to chop off and put it on there, or are they going to actually sculpt it and put it into the rock? 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to say they actually put it in the rock. Okay. Right. okay. I'd say yeah. we could do that. We'll have to talk to Adrian. Okay. Look, so she's probably a bow in her hair or something. Do the left side. <laughs> All right. We got Archie in England asks Are there really such thing as armadillos? Are armadillos really a thing? Yes, they are. I'm going to say they are, but they're not found in Ohio. Unless you go to the zoo. Ah, that's true. But, you know, they're on their way up to Ohio. They're spreading up through the south, going north. And I heard it's because of global warming. And that is actually, that is supposedly true. Huh. That's odd. Okay. All right. That's pretty harmless. That's odd. <laughs> Sue in Montreal asks, do you think Roadrunner cartoons are racially insensitive to coyotes? No. What do you think, Brian? I would say no as well. I think no explanation? Yeah. Intelligence card, maybe. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> All right. It does give coyotes a bad name, but what do you do? All right, so... Jim in Seattle asks, why is Greenland covered in ice, but, but it's not green, and Iceland is covered in green, but not ice? <sighs> I'd just like to hear you say that again, so repeat that. <laughs> All right. Why is Greenland covered in ice, but it's not green, and Iceland is covered in green, but it's not ice? Um... For the same reason you name someplace Mosquito Lake, you don't want people to go there. So the people in Iceland were like, well, this is a beautiful country. We don't want people to come here and hang out. So we're going to call it Iceland. And then the people in Greenland were like, well, we want people to come here because there's only about 12 of us. So that would be my guess. It's all about the tourism dollar. Yeah, I don't all know right. the difference between population either. I don't know. I know Vikings came from Greenland and stuff like that, but I got to spend the night in Iceland because of wow airlines being complete dorks. And so oh, wow. I did spend some time in Iceland and it was beautiful. There's not a lot of trees, so they should call it tree land because there's really <laughs> no trees there either. So nice. all right. Call it ice tree land. All right. So the last ice question. Land. Bill in Lawrence, Kansas wants to know why are you Where's guys Lawrence, Kansas? <laughs> What's that? Where's Lawrence, Kansas? That's what he wants to know. <laughs> oh, uh, that'd be a good one. His question is, why are you guys jackasses? I guess my answer would be, why would you listen to us? <laughs> if he's listening <laughs> enough to know we're jackasses, he's obviously listening. So <laughs> I'm only part jackass. Actually, a pretty good answer, Steve, about that. I have, like no, Bill, problem. I have no, no problem with that label whatsoever. Bill, Bill, I guess he doesn't mind being a jackass, too, if he's listening to us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, that's it for mailbag. Thanks for the mailbag, Dave. I'm sure we'll still get thousands more flooding in daily. <laughs> I had to read through a lot of them to come up with those. Those were the best <laughs> of the best. I see it, Brian. <laughs>
All right. So do you have a get to know you questions for Brian, Dave, so people can get nope. to know Brian a little bit better before we take off? Just because I'm sure I do. Wondering. I'm sure that they can't wait. <laughs> they can't wait. Three dummies on a screen. All right. Here we go. Screen. All right. Brian, if you could bankrupt one person or company, who would it be? Bankrupt? Wow, yeah. that's a good question. Well, let's Steve Bank answer out. I don't know. I don't know if I even thought about that. Um, bankrupt one company. Or a person. Or a person. For political reasons, I'm going to keep my mouth shut on this one. <laughs> yeah, we could go. go a lot of ways with that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and all the people that are sucking the money out of my stocks right now, they can kiss my ass. Okay. Yeah. Because I am losing. I just don't know who it is specifically. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't know who you could bankrupt to make money go back into your 401k. Yeah, that's the problem right there. All right, All right. got another one. Okay. Are you ready? This is maybe Russia. One? There you Russia. go. Yeah, that would be a good one. Bankrupt them and we'd be done with it. Second question Who would you want to be your partner on Dancing with the Stars? Does it have to be one of the people on that show or I can pick anybody? No, you pick anybody. anybody. I have to go Christy McNichol. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go with Judge Judy. Uh, yeah, of course. We'd make a good, I think we'd make a good dance partner couple. I don't know. Do you think she'd be wearing like high heels for that? Or I don't what do you think? She probably, she probably has better balance than I do, and she's like 100 <laughs> years old. So nice. All right. That is getting to know you. Those are good questions. Those are good questions. Okay. Anything else you want to say before we take off here, Brian? Not that I can think of. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Making me a part of the On the Verta show, which I did not come up with that name. So that was a good one. Whoever did that. I want to tell everybody that wow. we can be Steve just got blanked <laughs> out. He's just gone. I want to tell everybody that you can find us on Podbean for audio podcasts. You can find us on YouTube for the video. We're also on iHeartRadio as an audio podcast. And please go to our website at onthevertigo.org. And please donate. You can find our Venmo and our PayPal there. Um, donate to keep the lights on at On the Vertigo, and we'll keep doing what we do. And we have me and Brian on the screen. And Brian and I will do the obligatory. Peace out. Peace out. Bye, everybody.